Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. Welcome. May the Lord bless and keep you and shine his light upon you as I give a benediction for God's people. Uh, thank you for joining me. I, I, I'm doing a, a, a quick update myself here. Today is, uh, let me look at my calendar. Today is March 11th, so I want to try to air this by the 20th because it's kind of new information. And it's kind of talking about, I'm um, giving you guys an update of what's happening with a couple of Christian brothers and sisters in a church in a seminary down in Kiev in Ukraine. So I think it's something apropos of what's happening, obviously, because it's right in the midst of that. But let me just read this passage, if I may, um, as I start off this this segment here. And I want to try to get this in in one segment so I can get it off to you guys. And the Bible says, These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace, in the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. This is just before Jesus preaches on, uh, speaks about the high priestly prayer in John 17. So I'm going to give you a couple of reports. Um, I'm not going to mention any names. I'm going to let you know some of the things that are happening in Ukraine with some, like I said, Christian brothers and sisters, also a seminary and a church. So I want to read verbatim a letter that was dated on March 8th. So it's relatively new information. Like I said, today is the 11th. So it's a few days ago that I'm getting it. And you'll probably get it a week later. But this is concerning a seminary and a church. And some of the things that the people inside the church and, and what's going to be happening with the seminary in the midst of this this huge battle and invasion uh, by Russian forces. Um, and, and, and right now, the latest report that we have is Russian forces are about 10 miles outside of Kiev, looking to get into that, uh, that, uh, that main city there. Anyway, so this is a verbatim letter, and I'll just read it self-explanatory, and then we can talk about it a little bit. The seminary does not believe they can continue to operate. This is in Kiev. And the churches do not believe they can meet in the open. If the area is controlled by Russia based on the way Russia has acted in Donbass. One church inside the city reports gang activity is the most immediate threat. A third of their church has left the city. The men take turns guarding. Some men join the military, women are volunteering in hospitals. They have devotions daily at 8 a.m. and prayer in the evening. During the day, they look for food and water. 30 people are living in the church basement. About 18 miles outside of the city, the church is in an area that's being bombed daily. Men guard the home, watching to see which direction the bombs are coming from, so people inside 
can decide where to take shelter because they do not have a basement. There is no food near them, so they travel to Kiev every two days to try to get food. Now, this has to do with, the, with a seminary and a church that's there. And, and you think about you think about the world and how it is today. And, and we think like we may be far removed from this, but we're not. We're not. Though it's happening in Ukraine, it can happen here. We just never know. But, but this, is, this is just something that we, we need to think about. We need to uh, put a pulse on that, that when we see these things, that there is persecution against God's people. And, and, you know, we have to pray for them. We have to entreat for them. Though God is sovereign, he is the sovereign of the universe, and nothing can stay his hand. For he is a good God. He is a living God. But still in all, the people of God, as we see, are under severe persecution, especially here in Ukraine at this time. Now, with that being said, there is a couple that is a friend of a friend that, are, that were left in Kiev because of health issues. But now we have just found out that they were able, by God's grace, to leave Kiev. Now, this man has been in the ministry for many, many, many years, over 25 years, if I'm not mistaken. And he, it's just a gut-wrenching letter. In fact, I had uh, received a letter saying that he had to stay in Kiev, him and his wife, but by God's grace was depending on God because he just had a hernia surgery, but he was able to get his children were able to leave Kiev and they were able to get out. In fact, I'm, I'm sorry, it wasn't Kiev, but it was outside of Kiev where they actually lived. I think it was in, uh, it was... Erpen, which is a suburb of Kiev, that this couple lived. And let me see what they say here. It was funny. They were, it was funny. It was so um, challenging it, that he was able to get some carrots and ketchup, and they were actually able to have a meal. You know, just amazing stuff. And like I said, this man has been a missionary for 25 years living there, but, but in, the, in the area, in that um, Ukraine area. But they were able to get out by God's grace. And I got a little excerpt. I got a, a long letter here. And you know, listen, email me at pastorgrimaldi at gmail if you guys want to know some more stuff. Again, I won't be able to give names and things like that. But, th but there's a lot of information I have, and I'm not going to be able to fit it in in the 25 minutes that we have here. But, but this is when they finally were able to get out and they were in the Kiev station. This is husband and wife, and both of them are upwards in their 70s, um, or just around 70, or maybe a little more again. But, but this is verbatim, and the man writing this said, thousands of people were waiting for trains at a Kiev station. Now, I'm going to read this verbatim, and some of his English is not um, perfect. But I think you'll be able to pick it up. I just don't want to ad-lib anything here. But thousands of people were waiting trains at Kiev at Station. 
these trains were taking them to western Ukraine. Soon we got a train which was going to the city of Lviv. I think that's how you spell it all. Lviv, it's L-V-I-V. But our destination should be the city of Kamensky. And I'm probably uh, pronouncing them wrong. But this city is between Kiev and Lviv, the one I just mentioned. And he said, I have a niece there and they have a place for us to stay. The train was packed. People were sitting on the floor, standing in the passageways. But we were able to get seats. And then he said, and, and he sent a picture. It says below, uh, you can see a picture with us in the train. And I do have that picture. Uh, usually a train going to Lviv through Kaminsky. And again, I'm probably saying these words wrong. Um, but that not this time. It was taking a different destination. It was going somehow around nonstop. So all of us were going to Lviv. And it was about a 12-hour trip. And usually takes about seven hours. And here's what he was thinking about. And this is the challenging part. This is what this brother was thinking about. And that man, we got it so good here in America. God has been so kind to us. And we take, take things so for granted, me first. And then this is how we think in this world. That the people of God are under persecution. And this dictator, this, this Vladimir Putin, you know, thinks who he is, really. But he doesn't know he's going to have to face a living God, this Putin. And, and, and he has no remorse for life, de detached. And he's a brother and a sister in Christ, up there in years, not in the best of health. And he's musing on his life. And he says, what is our life? What do we value most? What purposes do we have in our life? Many people around the world just want to have a long, comfortable life for their lives and their families. Many want to influence others, to get power and money, to be on top of a society. It is understandable. We are just human beings. But the problem is we are not just human beings. We are creatures, and God is our creator. We carry inside us as believers, his image, and he, and he made for us his purpose to glorify him, and he tells us how we should do it, how we should live. This is this man that's in the midst of persecution, in the midst of escaping a Russian onslaught. He says many, many people forget about it, and if something bad comes into their life, they find many reasons to blame somebody in it. He says, I've heard people cry out, why God has allowed this to happen? And they blame God. And he says, I think, dear friends, this war between Ukraine and Russia is not just a local war. It will strongly influence many, many countries around the world. Any war finishes. This war also would finish someday, sometime. After it, the world would see another. I don't know what that would be, only God knows. My constant prayer and hope that many, many people in a changed world would know God and follow him. This is a real purpose. 
the only real value from any for any human being on earth. With that, and he mentions his wife's name, he says, I thank you guys very much, dear friends, for your constant prayers. It helps us very much. God answers. He helped us get a miracle by us to leave where we were at, where we were sheltered. And then we have a place to stay. God is so kind. And me and my wife went today in a grocery store just to look. And we, and we seen from empty and closed stores in a pram here full of different food and people, peaceful people around. We thank the Lord for it. And he says, God bless you and yours. We take so many things for granted in this world that we live. And, you know, I was talking to Rachel the other day, and we were saying, you just don't know how fast these things happen, how quick they can happen to any one of us. And we look at a seminary, we look at a church, we look at a brother and sister right in the midst of this with the faith that God has given them through the Spirit. And these and this brother and sister specifically are not young, like I mentioned. They're older. But God has been graceful to them, and they recognize that grace. The question is, do we recognize the grace of God that he's given us here in America? A world here, a place here in America that is, that is, that is not following the mandates of God. Thinking God is just some ho-hum fixture, but he is the sovereign of the universe. And thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is a clarion call for us here in America to preach the gospel to everybody. He is a good God. He needs to be preached. Tomorrow is not promised for any of us. We live in a fallen world where sin is prevailing. In our culture, we give God lip service. We don't worship God the way we should. We pray that the churches do. Here at Desert Sky Baptist Church, we want to, by God's grace, put God first and foremost in this world, in this life. None of it's easy. I'm not saying that. But as we look at these, these, other, the, these other countries, the infiltration by, by these other countries... Please know that God is still in control. He is on the throne and nothing is happening outside his purview. This is the God we serve. This is the God that, that we just read our brothers and sisters are serving. Even in the midst of a worn, torn country. Even in the midst of persecution. Just like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. In the midst of their persecution by Nebuchadnezzar. Just, just think. We need to think. We need to pray for these people. We need to entreat the Lord for them. He's a good God. You know, as we approach the Lord's Day on Sunday, I, I, I just think about how, how wonderful God has given us the opportunity to preach the gospel. And some, sometimes there's so much infighting within the churches and obviously, listen, no one cares about sound doctrine more than I do, and I care so much for sound doctrine. But man, we need prayers in our churches. We need God to, 
to step up for us in a world gone bad. He's a good God, again I mentioned. And like I said in my, in my, in my opening verse, like I've said here, these things I've spoken to you said, so that in me you have, may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And I know the mindset of this brother and sister in Kiev and the seminary and the church that we were speaking about. They know that God has overcome the world and that he's given us this peace. That's the peace, the message that he's overcome the world despite of the things that are coming up against the church, especially over there in Kiev and over there in Ukraine. But we don't know we could be right around the corner for that. And I just wanted to take these, these few minutes to just ask you to pray for the Christian brothers in Ukraine, for the country, and that God would intervene. But it's through these tribulations, it's through these trials and, 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 and things that come ac across in this world that strengthen brothers and sisters like, like I was just speaking about. As I look at all the paperwork and, 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 the, and, and some of the things that, that were sent my way, I remember when he had just found out that they were able to leave. He told his wife, he says, we have 15 minutes to be ready. And they had to run two and a half miles. I'm thinking this couple was, was upwards of 70 years old. They had 15 minutes to be ready. They had to run almost two and a half miles when explosions and bombing around. I'm reading verbatim. You could imagine the situation, he says, dear friends. It says it was not easy for any of us. And he says, you know, but praise the Lord as they were hearing all these bombs and stuff. You know, it says, it, it says, make a long story short, we were able, with the help of some people, to run this distance, cross the Irpen River, get into a bus which took us to Kiev Railway Station. It's a miracle we could do it for this short a time, he said, especially knowing that him and his wife could not even walk fast. He just had a hernia surgery, but he said, it's just by the mercy of God. He says, you know, our Lord works through people. He sent us some people to help us. Without them, we cannot overcome this or couldn't get to a way to get to the bus. And this is a letter he wrote on March 8th at 5.29 p.m. from the western part of Ukraine. And he thanks the Lord so much that the Lord has helped them escape Erpin where the war is very, very active. That's taking your theology and bringing it to the streets. That's exactly what street talk theology, that's, the, that's what we like to think about. That's what we like to talk about. Yes, we can have our wonderful theological arguments or disputes or debates, but this is where the rubber meets the road. Where, the the, where sound theology is taken to the streets, where they can take their theology and the sovereign living king, the God of the universe, and take it to the streets. Oh, dear friends, oh, brothers and sisters in Christ, 
Pray for the people of God. Pray for the message to go forth. Pray for salvation. And pray for come, Lord Jesus, come. Because there's going to come a time. There's going to come a time when the last sinner will be saved. And Christ will return for his people in glory. But until then, the Bible tells us to fight the good fight. Guard the deposit that has been entrusted with you. Oh, Timothy, Paul says, guard the deposit, guard the message, because in the latter times, there's going to be doctrines of demons that are going to be being taught. Persecutions that we see, wars and rumors of wars, but these are just the beginning. They're just the beginning. They're birth pangs. Oh, God, help us. Help your people overcome with truth. Let us be bold behind the pulpit. Let us not succumb to the worldly ideologies, bringing the, to, the truth without subversion, without watering it down, without teaching this crazy stuff, but Christ and him crucified and resurrected. This is a call for the gospel. This is a call for the gospel. The true, unadulterated word of God. Oh, brothers and sisters, oh, preachers of God's word and ministers of God's word, do not water down the truth. It's a clarion call, yes, but we must teach doctrinally sound biblical theology, not our own innuendos. This is why we take our theology in this podcast and in this church and we take it to the streets because that's where the rubber meets the road and my time is almost up but i wanted to bring this man like i says this will probably air on the 20th of march and man listen we're brothers and sisters in christ if pastor grimaldi at gmail let's talk about this let's talk about what we can do together as a people of God, and even for the Christian podcast community that we now broadcast on. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from you women. I want to hear from the people of God. Let's interact. Let's talk about these things. Let's pray for each other. We're in a holy war. Well, I guess I'm, I'm done now as I'm, I'm going on my 24th minute, but, but just remember... Pray for the people in Ukraine. And remember, this is Street Talk Theology, where we take our theology and bring it to the streets. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Christian Podcast Community, for putting us on. Thank you, Desert Sky Baptist Church, for being just a, a wonderful, loving, living church. May God bless us and keep us and shine his light upon us. And let's pray for our brother and sister specifically and the seminary and the church that we've spoken about today. And this is Pastor Dominic Romaldi here at Desert Sky Baptist Church. Pastor Romaldi at Gmail, where we take theology and we bring it to the streets. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Romaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online 
at www.desertskybaptist.org. Music